that was a good one. That was a good one. You know when it sounds good on FaceTime, that means we actually might have done yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome back, yeah. everybody, to a new year and a new episode of the Luck We Had podcast. Hey, guys. Good new year guys it is monday january 2nd and guys guess what we're recording when the sun is still up yep. let's go and and then and it's the winter so that's a real feat i know because <laughs> like that means like after 4 p.m for us yeah we all had off we can sit and record an episode did you guys watch any new year's football Absolutely not new not. year's football i did watch the horrendous miley cyrus dolly Parton new year's day new <laughs> I year's tried Eve to watch thing. it. i couldn't find any live streams on youtube because my friends didn't have cable <laughs> i didn't because i was i was watching football both my teams were in the semifinals oh teams? wow universe uh michigan and ohio state they they weren't playing each other but um they both lost <laughs> is, is new year's football college football not college no. football yeah okay yeah it was it was the college football semifinals the eagles went ahead and lost to a terrible team yesterday fucking pissed seriously i thought they were on the super bowl track are they still they are they still okay. are they have to win their next game in order to clinch the who, division who's it, this is literally like i'm not my scene of football but like who's who's looking to go into the super bowl like the, who's... the eagles are like top of the list um and but it, a team of mine that did win uh yesterday in the philadelphia mummer's day parade um the Quaker City String Band. They won. That's my team. Hells yeah. It is a very local thing that only people in this area know or give a shit about. But I love Quaker City and they won. And I, that's so fun for me. <laughs> we have the Ravens. I don't think they did good this year. I didn't really follow they did my not. team. They did yeah. not do good this year. They, they, haven't been having a, they haven't had a good couple of years, but... Yeah. But yeah. Maryland, we but Baltimore, we love the Ravens. All I have is college football. That's funny. No, but I love how like... All the college teams are just so better ripped that for like by their like their it's area crazy. people versus like their NFL team. <laughs> no, they will show up. Well, and sports betting is legal here now in Ohio. Yeah. And so people bet on games like crazy. So <laughs> All right. So that's the jock corner of our <laughs> the first ever segment of the, the jock corner. <laughs> I have layers. I have layers. <laughs> Yes. I, when Philly does good, I get very into it. My my little Welsh team, the one that Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds bought, they won Wrexham. again today. Yep, Wrexham. Okay, They're doing Wrexham. good, too. <laughs> I got Wrexham merch for Christmas. I love it. Did you watch that documentary? Did you watch the documentary series, Rob and Oh, Ryan yeah, Welcome did? to Wrexham. It's fucking awesome. No, I never actually watched it. I was meaning to. I didn't either. Yeah, I saw their I know that their sponsor's TikTok. What's it on? HBO? It's really good. You should watch it. You'll, you like, it's on FX and Hulu. Sorry, I'm trying to open my Google Drive right now. It's not loading. Oh, no. I mean, I can, I'll read off the synopsis. I re, I watched the episode again this morning just to give myself a little refresh because I love this episode. <laughs> I've seen it so many times. It hurts every time. And speaking of this episode, so this is the Luck We Had a Shameless Recap podcast. And we're jumping back in in this new year in the middle of season five. Season five, episode six crazy love otherwise known as the best episode ever right in the middle mid-season finale right wait i don't think we introduced ourselves this episode yet oh what's up i'm one of your hosts my name's amanda <laughs> hi i'm evan i'm one of your other hosts i'm lena i'm your other host yay and we all sent each other each other sappy christmas cards this year saying how much we love each other <laughs> i have not gotten mine in the mail yet but they are coming 
I'm sorry. I was gonna. I was actually thinking about making you guys something like a print or something, but I don't have any supplies oh. now that I'm home. <laughs> Respect. Which sucks. Respect. Um, but yeah, we're in season five, episode six, Crazy Love. This is the one I've been looking forward to. It's Emily, and it's this one, and I love them both dearly. Uh, are we go- Are we ready to? Are we ready to get into it? Where do we go from here? Is it all downhill from here? <laughs> yeah, right. The rest of this season is good until the end. There. No, I'll be honest. There are some gems in season six and seven. Um, after that, though, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Flop. We'll see. So yeah, this is season five, episode six, Crazy Love. Let's just get into it, shall we? We've got this beautiful afternoon. Let's do it. We're we're sort of close to caught up on this. Uh, this episode aired on February fifteenth, two thousand fifteen. Valentine's Day special. <laughs> Valentine's Day special. <laughs> <laughs> February 15th, 2015. Oh, God. That was eight years ago, people. That's oh, wow. crazy. I think I think this was the around the time I got into the show. That makes sense. It was I at think. its height. Like, everybody was talking about it. This, Yeah, this was when I, like, caught up, I think, was around this time or when I started watching. Because I remember I watched, I definitely watched the season five finale. Oh, live. what a bummer. <laughs> well, because, think- no, because the... The fucking aftermath on that was crazy. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, this is the best episode of the series. Somehow it was written by John Wells. <laughs> I, I, have no, I have no stats on this guy. A ghost this writer. Guy. <laughs> I can't believe he wrote my favorite fucking episode. I'm so mad about it. And it was directed by Anthony Hemingway. This is his fifth of seven shameless episodes he's directed. He did 205 Father's Day. 302, The American Dream, 306, Cascading Failures, and 411, Emily, and this one. And he did 611, Sleep No More, and 802, Where's My Meth? Those are also good episodes. Yeah, Where's My Meth is, like, such a good episode. Where's My Meth is a good episode. It it is a little more funny than it is, like, serious. Sleep No More is really good, though. I think I like it because it, like, it does that parallel to when they're going to get Liam back in, like, season oh, two yeah. with them, like, walking down, like, the sketchy hallway. I just yeah, love where that they're all Gallagher scene, yeah. dude. Speaking of parallels, there's a beautiful one in this episode that I'm very excited to get to. Um, yeah, a- Anthony Hemingway, the director of this episode, has directed many other things, but uh, he's a shameless directing fucking all-star. He's directed bangers of shameless episodes. I did not get into their stats this week because this episode is so fucking overwhelming. All right, let's get into it. The synopsis of this episode is Jimmy's return sends Fiona into chaos. Ian steals Mickey and Svetlana's baby, Evgeny. (laughs) Sammy takes over the Gallagher house. Debbie starts high school and Veronica decides to separate from Kevin. Wow. The previously almost done by Fiona marrying the ketchups in the diner, uh, which I, I love her little previously on's in the diner i wouldn't i want to see more of fiona in the diner i wish she had stayed there longer she does stay there uh she until season nine basically does she really yeah she um well do you want a little spoiler everybody cover your ears i know she's not buying properties is one of them the diner yeah that's another thing yeah she's she owns the diner or becomes the manager or whatever so she becomes like the big bad of the diner towards like i think she gets that title in what season eight 
Listeners, this is where we start getting glimpses into the fact that I didn't watch season six through nine. Didn't watch them. Because then she deals with that lady and that guy, and I forget both of their names. I know, but when does when does Sierra come around? I think it's season seven. Okay, yeah, Sierra. Or even or even six. Even six, because doesn't Lip like pull some shit in the street? He pulls multiple things in the street, doesn't he? Okay, (laughs) he gets he gets into like a fist fight, and I'm pretty sure that's season with you know who six. Oh my god, no, With it's Mr. season Hanks. seven because it's it's season seven because Trevor's there. Oh yeah. yeah you're just like speaking. Yeah, code. because <gasps> it's because it's it's the night of the 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 the, dryer. the laundromat party? Yeah, the wa- yeah. laundromat party. Yeah. Okay. You're it's Sorry, it, Amanda, okay. we're literally talking like alien to you right now. No, but it's but it's good because it's it, so it's good it's giving you hope that there are good things on the horizon. This was juicy as fuck. I understand and respect the reasoning for not watching it, but there are some banger episodes that you definitely missed out on. I'm excited to watch them for the first time. Yeah. I think, yeah, I do think there's some really important characterization that happens in 6 and 7. I have so many things to say about Trevor, but man, did I love his time on the show. I thought you hated Trevor. I do and I don't. Okay. It's he's... complex. You're layered. No, no I, he no, is I complex. His... And you'll, you'll see. No, the thing is because I liked his time on the show for what he did, but I don't like Trevor. Like, I like what he did for the show. I don't like Trevor. Okay. Okay. Um, I had I seriously had the thought while watching this episode of what if I tried to get J. Michael Troutman to be a guest on our on our podcast. Oh my god. (laughs) Bruh. Slide into those Twitter DMs. I was like rewatching the scene with Iggy. I'm like, what if I just tweeted at him? (laughs) I think he would start saying slurs to us. That's so funny. Feels like the most likely one for us to get, but it seems like it it does seem like a little bit that he like resents his time on the show. I could be wrong, but he wrote because fan of fiction. His he character? cashed in on it. Yeah, but I feel like nowadays when he talks about it, he's like, Yeah, that fucking shit show. Like whatever. <laughs> because they just made him pay such like a horrible person, or just like what? I don't know. I saw a tweet from him a while ago. Maybe it was something to do with production or he used to tweet at me all, like, I would tweet back and forth with him, like, all the time. And it was like, oh, my God, Iggy's talking to me. It was weird. That is so funny. <laughs> That's my favorite thing with, like, the one-off celebrities for shows that, that they will just, like, eat up the attention on Twitter and just, like, talk to people. Because <laughs> I was bitches with all those micro-celebrities, too. <laughs> no, yeah, the guy who plays Tommy is active as fuck. Um, oh, yeah. I cannot remember his name for the life of me right now. He was active as, yeah, he was active as fuck. Oh, Kermit? <laughs> the guy who played Kermit? No, Two? the guy who played Tommy. Oh, yeah. I thought, well, they were both kind of active. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so, previously on Shameless, Sammy finally realized that Frank is a piece of shit. Took her long enough. Fiona is married. Debbie loves to fight now. She has learned some moves. Jackie, Fiona's co-worker, OD'd and is not getting her daughter back. Kev got a hand job because of a one-night pass from V. Their relationship is on thin ice. Lip went back to school early. Ian cheated on Mickey, and when Mickey tried to send him to the hospital, Ian took Yevgeny and ran. Oh, yeah, and Jimmy Steve is back. Uh, can't wait for the best song ever to play in this episode. <laughs> you have to tell me when that happens. The Joy Wave song. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. Boop, I yeah. thought you were going to say um, um, Discoloration at the end. Oh, that song oh, is that still one's good so too. good. That song is really good. Yeah, it's really good. So we open with a punch to the face. I love Fiona. it. Is, isn't this the scene where it's like red with like the screen flashes red? Oh, I don't um, know. But like it starts with no. her swinging at the camera. Like oh, she's yeah, yeah, punching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
We have one with a punch to the face because Fiona is outside of Patsy's on the sidewalk beating the shit out of Jimmy Steve. She took him right outside after that. <laughs> after she saw him at that table, she was like, get up. Get the fuck up. And get outside. everybody in the diner is just watching through the window. Professional doing it outside, though. <laughs> she's beating she the shit out of him. to protect. <laughs> and we find out, she's like, where the fuck have you been for over a year? And he says he wasn't able to make contact for a year because he was handcuffed to a radiator in a yacht. And then he was put under slave labor at a cocoa processing factory. Good. He also caught malaria at some point. And so apparently all of this in this, like, she's like, she's literally like pushing him. Like, where the fuck have you been? And then he gives an excuse and she hits him again. And like, it's, I love their dynamic. So immediately I, I like, love them so much. He's his nose. He's like, oh, what well, the Well, because, because she punched him in the nose. I think he, I think she broke it. Yeah. And she was, and she goes, and she goes, good. He says, I think you deviated my septum. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently he got malaria and all of this adds up to him have been gone for about two years. So that's how long Jimmy Steve has been gone. Only two years Only. though. Right. And he, one, he got out. Well, because we, we see him at the end of season four. So it's really been like a year and a half, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, depending on how long the end of season four was to right now. <laughs> well, winter to summer. Uh, remember pregnancies? Time isn't real. <laughs> True. Time is not real. <laughs> Uh, and so she points inside to Angela, who's literally just sitting in the booth, turn, turning her head out the window, watching this. <laughs> and she's like, who the fuck is that? And he says, that's my partner. And she's like, your girlfriend? He's like, no, in crime. No, Fiona, she's gay as fuck. <laughs> Get the hint. And, and like, she's, she's like, sounds offended. Like, is that your girlfriend? And he's like, you got married. <laughs> no, literally, Fiona, like, don't act like you haven't had, like, three boyfriends since then yeah i like her response she's like was i supposed to sit on my porch knitting hoping one day you showed back up you disappeared gone nothing no for real he did i mean he didn't really have a choice like he got led at gunpoint but yeah he did he did ghost her he disappeared yeah, he ghosted the fuck out of, he literally ghosted her we thought he was dead <laughs> that guy delivered money right yeah and she was like where'd he go and he was like can't say nothing Right. If I was her, I would think that I would believe that he was dead. I would be like, well, we, he died. we, the audience, thought he was dead until he pulled up at the end of season four. We, the audience, thought he was dead. Maybe he was maybe he was supposed to be dead. And then they were like, they're like, let's what bring if? him back for chaos. Yes. They left it as open as they could. So they but they, they like they're fighting as they do. They fight and they fight and they fight. And then they're just kind of standing like looking at each other while the fight dies down. And he stops to ask what now? And she's like, what do you mean, what now? I'm married. And he goes, yeah, and? Immediately, the problem, but I am obsessed with him. I love this part does, coming up. He does slay. <laughs> he yeah. slays. No, he be slaying. <laughs> like, this part, Yes, though. he's covered in red flags, but red is my favorite color. <laughs> well, and it's like, he's funny, but he's also pretty charming. I'll admit it. Yeah. He loves he, her so much. He reminds me a lot of Frank. He is like Frank if Frank grew up rich. Yeah, yeah. Frank if he that, didn't do hard drugs. <laughs> and that yeah. he's like, and that he's pretty cunning and yeah. like, and kind of like cockroachy. Like, yeah. he'll worm his way out of tough situations just by like begging. <laughs> he and Lip, if he and Lip had more time to like be buds, they'd be best fucking friends. Oh, when he was like living with him at the hotel, yo, that was awesome. Yeah. They were just throwing <laughs> it up at there. <laughs> So Fiona gets a phone call. It's Mickey calling about Ian because remember, mere moments ago, Ian ran out the door with Evgeny. And she just says, hey, Mickey. And he goes, oh, Mickey Milkovich, tell him hello for me. 
at this point. <laughs> like, uh, but it's such a little it's bitch. Like, it's like canonically, they don't really know each other. <laughs> I think why would just... he was? Why would he assume that it's Mickey Milkovich? Like, I know. there are there are no other Mickeys in the neighborhood. Like, are you Mickey's serious? In been in the side. bar together at like one time. Like, they have never been like. I don't know. I don't think he was around for like the Ian situation, so like he I wouldn't think have that been. Might have been wasn't. a joke about um about the actors because they were roommates. <laughs> I think that might have just been the act like oh him the guy who played Jimmy and Noel. Yeah, they lived together for like years. Before oh yeah, Shameless. I think I remember you guys talking about that. That's so silly. No, yeah, that is funny. I wonder what I wonder if they were like really like good buddies or if they were <laughs> just like we're living together out of convenience. Yeah, he like say hello to him for me, and she snaps back at him. Shut the fuck up! I love her. And then she suddenly is like, "Oh, right." She's like, "Ian did what? <laughs> Ian took what?" And she finds out that she's like, "Ian stole a baby," and she has to go back into her work and <laughs> yeah. get shit and leave. That's one way to get out of work. Hey, my brother stole a baby. No, for real. And then we go back into my favorite motherfucking Ian episode to ever goddamn exist. I love Cameron puts in the fucking work in this episode, and I Cue love it. My favorite song ever. <laughs> What's Joy Wave up to? I feel like they haven't released anything in like, like anything um that resonated with me personally yeah, in like they years. They had a couple songs. It's a trip. Was that after or before? That was way before. It's a trip is pretty old no no it's a trip is after newer uh, it's oh. yeah so how, i did listen to the fuck so, out of that um, though tongues is from 2015 and then it's a trip is from 2017 and their latest their latest thing was a live album from 2022 but that's it mm. from oh they have okay. a possessions album from 2020 never mind ignore me so ian is driving down the highway absolutely vibing while <laughs> he's he is fucking bopping dude he's like slamming on the steering wheel i love it like i get it that's how i drive he's talking about taking yiv to disney world because apparently they're going to florida and he's like there's no snow ever it's just warm and beautiful there all the time and all of our worries are gonna melt away and uh got this and i would like to keep in mind that he was doing this at the same time he was doing um, the Joker on Gotham, and I was like legitimately worried about Cameron Monaghan's <laughs> Cameron's mental actual health. It's like, it's like, are you okay? Seriously, yeah. boy, you're playing the two most chaotic characters on television right now. Are you okay? And Mr. Method Actor, I'm like, is he as somebody checking on him? Probably locked himself in a hotel room and just like well, let things happen. <laughs> I'm I'm almost done with Malcolm in the Middle, and when he Great played joke. when he played when that bad the, kid. The, the on his kid. <laughs> <laughs> do do not touch or something like he 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 would always have a sign on his shirt that said something like I bite. do not approach <laughs> i bite i meant my favorite episode of that is when all like dewey takes all the kids from his class and they all like hide in the tree they live in the tree <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love that episode <laughs> no i love most recently the best one i watched well i'm i'm like almost done with the show they just put but... it on hulu right yeah, it's been on Hulu for a while, I think, but I'm I'm literally like a couple episodes from the finale, but my most favorite like recent episode I've watched is the one where Reese and the stray dogs <laughs> and he's in the dog pack. <laughs> that was awesome. Dude, that show was so good. Did I okay. ever tell you guys I met Frankie Muniz? Oh my god, really? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you saw his friends band play or yes. Oh, right, right, or right, yeah. A band was opening up for We the Kings and Frankie Muniz was this band's 
tour manager. <laughs> yeah. Because he was in, like, Charles's like, vlogs. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be Frankie Muniz now. Anyway, so Ian is driving and he's ignoring frantic phone calls from Mickey while carrying on this conversation with Yiv. And, like, I really like the way this episode is edited together and the way, mm-hmm. like, it's shot. Because, like... He's driving down the street and we see him ignore the phone call and he puts the phone down and then we cut to Mickey on the phone on the other mm-hmm. end. I just I what the fuck? Yeah. I love how like choppy it is too cuz it shows you how like chaos uh, chaos it is. Like I love all the shots of like it through like the rearview mirror like at Yevgeny and then it just has like Ian from like Yevgeny's point of view and like it's just like it's so it's awesome. It's yeah. so good. It is really so, good. So Ian is okay, I'm trying to think about this. He's driving south, and it seems like he's already out of the city because he's in some pretty rural, rural like desert-looking yeah. places, looking kind of yeah, like flat, very industrial. Do we ever, or whatever. Like when he eventually, spoilers gets got. Like, do they say what state he they, is? Yeah, it's in my notes. They say he's where he in, is. he's in Indiana, right? They say the city he's in. I, I just yeah. forget what it is, but we'll see. yeah. So but, Mickey, so so he's been gone for probably about an hour at this point, maybe an hour or two, maybe. Uh. Yeah. So Mickey and Svet are losing their fucking minds, worried about Yiv. I also would like to shout out Isadora Gorgester talking a thousand miles a minute in this, and like whenever she's angry. Oh, she's amazing! Uh, <laughs> I love her so much. She says she's gonna call the police, and he tells her, "No, the fuck, she is not." And he's like, if you call the police, I'm going to tell you I said Ian could take the baby. And who are the cops going to believe? The Russian hand whore or the card-carrying, apple pie-eating, born on the 4th of fucking July American fucking citizen? Damn, I love a good Mickey line. Pregnant hand whore, who is also mother, they will believe. Yes. (laughs) That was good. (laughs) Thank you. And Mickey's like, Ian will get his shit together. Like, Mickey believes Ian is not going to hurt Yiv. He's going to get his shit together and he's going to bring Yiv back. And, like, she has to believe him. Mickey is grasping at straws, but he's got to believe that, like, Ian's not going to hurt this baby and that Ian's going to bring this baby back. Uh, meanwhile, Lip is at, again, there's, there is also chaos happening on Lip's end. They keep the energy up really well in this episode with that. Mm-hmm. He's back in, in RA mode. It's move-in day. He's reassigning rooms for, like, people who showed up in the wrong room and protective moms being like, this is the medicine my kid has to take. And he's like, your kid's an adult, actually, and she needs to take <laughs> care of that. So this isn't summer camp. <laughs> <laughs> And he walks into a room full of dorm kids smoking a bong and watching porn. And he's like, can you lay off the bong and the porn until mom and dad Iowa get back on the highway? Wait, it's moving day. So it's August. It's the end of August. Maybe. Oh, damn. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Guys, we got a time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and in his room, Amanda is painting the wall of a dorm room. Wild. Yeah. With that <sighs> naked lady. Naked, yeah, naked Renaissance woman. And she is a great artist. Why is she not doing? I know she's right? like a computer major or Artwork. something like that. Yeah, she's she's doctor or something. And uh, he, she's like, "You're the one who wanted to be an RA." He's like, "I didn't want to be an RA. It's free room and board and a stipend." And she's like, "You could have moved in with me." He's like, "And a stipend." <laughs> is this when the freaking kid from Victoria shows up in this episode? Robbie, <laughs> not yet, not in this one. No, that's um. God, what season is it? Is it season six when... Or no, no, no. Is it this one? when? Because he's the RA when it happens. When that guy jumps out the window? It might be the end of the season. Yeah. I think it's the end of the season. Um... So Amanda apparently has a sketchy Craigslist roommate that just moved in. Oh, yeah. And they comment about the the painting that she's putting on the wall. 
and she's gay, this roommate, because they keep making jokes. Her name's Muff or yeah. something. Yeah, they, like, it's a whole bit is like, they're she's like, a she lesbian. wants her. Yeah, yeah, she, and she wants Amanda, and she's being predatory towards Amanda, and it's like, oh my God. If there's one thing the show is going to be, it's lesbophobic. Always. <laughs> that is true. But he comments about, like, the size of the woman on the wall, and she's like, yeah, it was a Renaissance painting, and women back then didn't get a. Uh, forced into being skinny and anorexic so fuck you she looks hot I'm putting a naked woman on your wall and back and he gets a phone call and it's like ian did what and he tells amanda i need to borrow your car my brother stole a baby i the, i love how the entire episode is just they're so casual they're like ian stole a baby yeah <laughs> well this is not the first time one of their siblings has stolen a baby yeah <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, yeah Debbie. Debbie did. <laughs> Debbie did. Yeah, but I, I feel like they were also all just kind of like waiting for other shoe to drop with Ian. Yeah. They were like, well. Fiona is very kind of unbothered about it in this episode. Like, I get it. She's got her own shit going on. But girly pop, like what? Well, and she's, and I, I don't know. I mean, she's dealt with like this type of thing before. Yeah. And I feel like all of them were just like expecting something to happen. But it's like, well, she's probably like, not my baby. <laughs> Back in the neighborhood, Frank is back to his old tricks. He's stalking the mail lady, waiting waiting for the social security checks to roll in. I also love the casting of the mail lady. Like, yeah, that is what mail ladies are like. Actually, that is exactly <laughs> what it is like to just talking know, to a mail like, carrier. Fuck off, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> his liver also seems to be giving him problems, um, and he bangs on the gal the door of the Gallagher house, and Sammy answers because Sammy is running the Gallagher house in this episode. I hate this. Because Fiona's been sleeping at Gus's, probably. Yeah. And she's cooking breakfast and has now instituted a no money, no food rule and a curfew of 10 o'clock. Since when have the Gallagher's ever had a curfew? Isn't that that not enforced for... Debbie Carl Liam or is it just no it's for everybody like for she Sam even is like Liam? this is my house now and 10 o'clock we lock in the doors yeah because I think I think I think Liam heads. and Chucky are the only ones that she's like you're literally a baby yeah. <laughs> like, yeah but like this is not your fucking house what the fuck no seriously and apparently Debbie starts school tomorrow but Carl starts school today and Sammy tries to relate to her because he's in middle school, she's in It's high because school. he had to repeat he had to repeat yeah. a bunch of years of middle school <laughs> and she's in high school now. Yeah. And Sammy tries to relate to her by talking about almost getting assaulted by the entire football team. Can somebody kill this woman? Yeah. Like in the bathroom. Yeah. Right? She's like, Don't ever go to the bathroom by yourself. Or just don't do it, like at all. And then after laying down like no money, no food and curfew rules, she's like, Does anybody want money for school supplies? Like, bitch, what the fuck? Who are you? I think for her, it's like, I think it's like a loan, though. She's like expected that they're going to pay her back. Yeah. Uh, Another like cool filmic thing about this episode is the color grading shift between the Gallagher's having breakfast and Mickey spinning out about Ian. Because it's like bright and that's got like the yellow of the Gallagher kitchen and like the morning time and then blue and gray in the Milkovich house. Yeah, because like the Milkovich house is just always so dark and gloomy because it's just sad in there. (laughs) But especially this time right now, like, obviously. It's they like, have some wild curtains up in there, too. Well, they just have some heavy, heavy curtains up. Yeah, because it's, it's like, stay the fuck out of our business curtains. Me with my blackout curtains. Fiona and Lip have arrived at the Milkovich house, and they're getting information about what happened from Mickey and Svetlana. Svetlana, he's crazy. He steals baby. He needs to be put away where they spray him with crazy people fire hose and put electric in his head. <laughs> 
Uh, she's so funny. But I oh love her God. so much. <laughs> <laughs> and Mickey and Iggy start screaming at each other about some... Stu- Iggy needs the car to move some Uzis. And Mickey's like, take the fucking bus. Well, but it's like, yeah, because the car is gone. But it's also like, were the guns in the car? Or does he just have them? I think he I think has just, like them. inside and he just needs to transport oh, them. Oh, he yeah. just needs to transport them. Because I was like, did he just like leave those guns? <laughs> and guns and a baby. No, seriously. Well, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I do like that, like, Mickey and Iggy start, like, snapping at each other. And they're, like, the camera kind of walks away from them while they're snapping at each other in the background. And we look at Lip and Fiona and they're like, psychotic break? Yeah, sounds like it. Like, they're people dealing with the situation in two very mm-hmm. different ways. They're like, well. <laughs> Speaking of Ian, he's still driving down the road. He gets a song he likes on the radio. And he vibes out to it. It's on the road. Um, on the road again. That one. Yeah, I was like, it's some country song. And then he pulls over to admire the sunset. And he, like, takes Yiv out the car and starts spinning him around on the side of the road. And then we zip back to the Gallagher's house. Because it's nighttime now, I, I think. <laughs> nighttime. Because <laughs> the sun was setting and now it's nighttime. And they're like, Ian took Yevgeny last night? Late. Yeah. No, he didn't. He literally stole Yiv when the sun was up. It was morning. Yeah, I was about to say. What? Right, it was because he was coming back from yeah. the club. It was from the morning. his porno. He stole you in the morning. So they just lied. <laughs> yeah, like I, whatever. I don't know what time it is either. And Chuck- last, last evening, maybe he didn't come home till like five or six or something. Maybe. Sun was still up. And Chucky says, who's Ian, the one with the red hair? And Sammy says, yes, honey, he's the gay one with all the problems. <laughs> Fiona, being gay has nothing to do with his problems. It's very much like, my hair color has nothing to do with my psychological problems. <laughs> he didn't even have that many problems before this. Yeah. This was like the this is his only problem. problem. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, it's a pretty big problem, yeah, but, but yeah. this is his only problem. I did think Sammy was funny. for sh- She was like, I'm not saying being gay is his problem. I'm saying he's gay and he has problems. <laughs> That's <laughs> she fair. Was she so kind of hit on that. She kind of hit on that. <laughs> and she's like, someone should call the police. And in unison, the rest of the Gallagher's are like, no! <laughs> A-cab. The Gallagher's are A-cab all the way. Well, they also know, like, police aren't really trained to deal with people experiencing yeah. mental health crises yeah. like that. Or, like, they're trained, but they're really not good at it. Yeah. So then Jimmy Steve walks in the front door to make the chaos even more insane. And Lip is the first one to see him. He's like, what the fuck is he doing here? <laughs> and he's like, what is he doing here? I thought you were married. Immediately, he's like, well, Jimmy's back there fucking. Like, and you're so right for that, Lip. And then the rest of the family's like, what? <laughs> you're married? I know. Everyone just, like, looks at her. They're like, what? And she's like, oh, hey. <laughs> and she's like, I meant to tell you. <laughs> and then there's a hilarious round of who the fuck is Gus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> she's married to who? Gus. Who the fuck is Gus? And then Sammy's like, why has it been a secret? And Jimmy's like, yeah, why keep the supposedly wonderful man a secret? I fucking hate Jimmy. Shut up. Uh, but I love him. <laughs> and then Fiona pushes pushes him out the door and he's like who the fuck is the angry blonde one with the mouth on her and she's like half sister frank's daughter yeah and she's like well what else and he's like oh my god half sister what else did i miss and like it's a quiet moment of her being like well here are all the things that you missed like you missed a lot yeah (laughs) it's like liam almost died i went to jail 
Uh, oh my god, he did miss a lot. Yeah. He missed so much. She <laughs> forgot about she, that. She worked like fucking six months at a cup company, ruined that, went yeah. to jail. And apparently he's gotten very good at finding out information. Like the man that she married, his name is Gus and he's a 35-year-old and he plays bass. And then he asked her, oh god, I, their chemistry is just fucking incredible. I wish they kept him around longer after this. They're like, they're just, oh, it's so interesting to watch them in a scene together. And he asks if she loves Gus, and she says, you don't get to ask me that. And then Jimmy says he loves her, and Fiona turns around and says, she says she doesn't love him back, and she turns her back to him, and he calls her a liar. And then he comes up and, like, whispers in her ear that he loves her, and she resists for a minute, and we cut to the entire family watching from the window. Just watching from the window. (laughs) (laughs) They're all just peeking through the No, aren't they all like, aren't they all like, no, don't do it. Like, don't, don't. Lip goes, don't do it. Don't do it. And she turns and like, around. Oh, she did it. <laughs> she turns around and they start kissing. And the whole family's like, oh, fuck. And they walk away. Except Sammy, who's in the window and goes, hot. Very hot. <laughs> no, because she's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's and your then- sister, weirdo. <laughs> That's the thing, though. Well, because if, like, if she was serious, she wouldn't have turned her back. Yep. The fact that she can't look at him means that she doesn't believe herself. Yep. And then we get a time lapse of the house. Night comes and goes, and now it's morning again. Suddenly we care about things like that in this episode. And then Lip wakes up with Liam. Lip wakes up and he's got Liam. He has Liam by the little hand. And he's walking Liam in the in the um, hall upstairs. And Fiona wakes up to a text from Gus on her phone that she never plugged in. Because she just fucked St- Jimmy last night and fell asleep. And then she gets dressed and she conferences with Lip in the hall. Like, she opens her door and Lip is standing there with uh, Liam. And he's like, you want me to deal with that? She's like, no, I got it. He's like, you sure? I could bash his head in with a baseball bat. We could say he was an intruder. (laughs) Isn't he, like, naked in her bed? Yes. Yeah, booty out. Booty out. Ass out to the whole world. And they they do, like, a quick little check-in. They're like, you heard from Ian? No. Your manic brother stole a baby. Can we have, like, a little up the concern like a little bit yeah like I, he's yeah. in a car with a baby yeah i mean up the concern but it's also like what are they gonna do yeah what are they gonna do about it like they can't go find him and then fiona goes downstairs sammy is making eggs and everybody is being weird in the kitchen and sammy asks so is jimmy gonna move in with you and gus and she's like what what a little I know. what a she's little a, c word yeah what a little cunt and then she's like, well, you are, are you and Gus moving out? Get your own place? Because I can, I can fill in every once in a while over here when needed at the Gallagher home. And then Debbie's like, I have to go leave for school. And Lip's like, yeah, I got to go too. I'm like, your brother stole a baby. Can any of you like get in a car and like st- go anywhere to look for him at all? No? Okay. All right. Where are they going to go? <laughs> but remember when they searched the entire South Side for Frank? No one's even looking for Ian. I know. Ian? They'll care more no, about I that. No, I know. But, but it's like, how far could Frank have gone? He didn't have a car. But this That's is true. the second time Ian has disappeared and they just haven't looked for him. I know. I know. I know. It's middle child <laughs> moment for real. <laughs> Fiona is behind the eight ball about Debbie starting high school today. And when she's like, oh, my God, high school. Debbie's like, I don't want to fucking hear it. Uh. There has been an incessant knocking at the front door that Carl went up to answer. It, he's, he walks in the kitchen. He's like, it's your husband at the door. He's like, oh, I've been texting you. And she's like, oh, my phone died. No, it didn't. We saw her ignore his text upstairs. And then Gus is in. And there's the- someone else still upstairs. Yep. Booty out, too. 
Gus is in the Gallagher living room. He's got his first encounter with Frank, who's passed out and smelly on the couch. And then she's like, my brother stole a baby. And Gus is like, oh, the one who started college? She's like, no, that's Lip, the other brother. He he doesn't know which one is Lip and which one is Ian because he's never met the family. And I bet she really hasn't talked about them much. Like, she probably is like, obviously, I have brothers and sister and they a sister. They just the whole time fucking. Yeah. yeah. One, it's also, it's because it's like he probably doesn't even know, like, how in deep she is, too, with taking care of all yeah. of them. Yeah. Because she's been spending a lot of time with him, but it's like, no, she's got legit responsibilities. Yeah. Like, they fucked for nine days and got married. And she's like, yeah, my- She has custody. My manic brother stole his boyfriend's baby. Like, and Debbie comes downstairs and reintroduces herself on the way out the door. And then so does Lip. He's like, hey, I'm Lip, brother. Don't fuck this up because she's really great. And he says he'll call if he hears from Ian. Anyway, bye. Gus is like, do you want me to, like, blow off my plans for the day and stay and help you with your missing brother? And she's like, no, don't worry about it. And sends him away. Take the help. (laughs) Crazy person behavior, seriously. No, literally, please take the help. This family needs all they can get. She can't have him take the help. The man she fucked is upstairs. Yeah. True that, true that. Well, she could be like can you like go out and get coffee? <laughs> and then while he's gone, she's like, okay, Jimmy, you need to leave. Like, fuck out. No, because she doesn't want him to leave. She doesn't actually want him to go. No, she Absolutely doesn't. Absolutely not. And then Ian has pulled over at some point last night and fell on asleep on the side of the road with Yiv. And he wakes up to Yiv screaming his head off because he just slept in a car seat overnight. And Ian finally tends to him, realizing, oh, you need a new diaper. And he takes Yiv out of the car and lays him on the hood of the car and then realizes he doesn't have any diapers and finds an old t-shirt that he makes into a diaper. It's, he just like wraps it around the poor baby and picks him up and it's just like dangling. Yeah. I mean, for what he's working with, that was a pretty smart solution. True that. I guess. Like, no diapers in the car. Also, the physicality of Cameron in this, like, he's so pale. And he's so, like, he's got muscles, but he's so thin. His hair is crazy. Yeah. Like, he he got the physicality. Like, re- like I am concerned looking at this guy. Yeah, like, he looks, like, almost strung out, but, like, not really on any substances that we know of, quote, unquote. Right. He is probably coming down from whatever somebody slipped him at the club, too. Yeah. Uh, and then he's like, oh, you're hungry. Babies need to eat food. Okay, we're gonna go forage in the wilderness for food. Doesn't he go, doesn't go, you're hungry. Babies get hungry in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he says it like as a question, though. <laughs> really? Right, like, right, 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 yeah, right. Yeah, they get hungry in the morning. They get hungry in the morning. That's like a well-known fact. Yeah. <laughs> and so he like puts Yiv on his shoulders and they go foraging, they go walking off to forage. And we, like, the camera goes back to Ian's phone sitting in the car ringing. And then again, we cut to Mickey on the other side of the phone. The best. Remember when this scene happened and we all lost our collective fucking minds? Screamed. He's like, all right, shithead. This is the 200th time I'm calling and you're not picking up. I'm starting to get fucking homicidal. Call me the fuck back, Ian. I'm worried about you. I love you. It's like, I love you. (laughs) Uh And it's like he cuts himself off from saying it like he's embarrassed to say, but that's the first time either of them. That's the first time he said, I love you. Yes. On screen, uh, at least, because if it, if it was the real first time, I would be like, are you serious? It's the first time we saw them say, like, when he yeah. said that, the fandom lost its fucking mind. They're like, oh my god, no, Mickey I agree, said I, I agree. love you. But I'm, like, but I'm like, if that was the first time, period, in their relationship, I'm like, <laughs> you picked that as a good time to say it, huh? And isn't, like, Svet just, like, in the back just being like, 
what you doing? Yeah, she's watching. Well, because she's been watching him this whole time. Because I think if Ian picks up, she wants to be there. Yeah. yeah. Well, and well, right now she's in like her Mormon clothes because she her, her water like, just broke. Clothes. <laughs> yeah, her water just broke for the baby she's carrying. So she's like, I have to go to the hospital. When I get back, I want Yevgeny in my home, in my bed, or I'm calling the cops. And he's like, no cops. She's like, yes, cops. Weather breaks while I sit on the couch and watch TV. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Mm-hmm. And then there's just a towel on the couch. And then Nika shows up in a weird side back door I didn't know existed to take what her to the hospital. What is the layout of that house? Right. The bathroom is in Mickey's room and, and then, then the then bathroom's the at the end of the hallway. <laughs> and then Mickey's room's on the left and Mandy's is on the right. And then where's Terry's room? Like, it's so many weird things. And then he tries to, like, snap back into, like, being the one in control. And he's like, you get paid before you hand over that baby. We don't take cards. We don't take personal checks. We take cash or cashier's checks. And she's like, give me back my baby or I am calling the police. And then there's, like, a really beautiful shot of when she walks out the door and the camera pulls back. And Mickey is just, like, getting smaller in the space of this house. And, like... Mm -hmm. Isn't he, like, checking his phone again, too? He's, like, wiping yeah. his nose and just, like, sitting on the couch, just, like, waiting for something to happen. It's, it's like, really, it's, like, his eye, he wipes his eyes and he gets, he just gets really small in this shot of the house, surrounded by the suitcases from Ian's last spiral, too. Like, it's fucking cool. It's a really good visual representation of things spiraling out of control for him. I liked it. Yeah, that's right. I have a film degree. I notice shit. <laughs> We go back to Fiona, who still has a naked Jimmy Steve in her bed. So she throws his clothes at him and tells him to get out. And he gets dressed and comes downstairs to everyone being very cool and normal and not weird at all. They're all, like, (laughs) looking around, their eyebrows raised. 25 minutes into this episode, let's check in with V and Kev for the first time. Hey, guys. (laughs) Fiona comes over and says she fucked up. And she, like, she walks in. She's like, hey, V, I fucked up. And V is like, me and Kev are separating. V's like, I have no time for your shit today. And then V, like, immediately, we just get a dump of everything that's going on with V because V and Fiona haven't been connecting. And she's like, can you even stay married to someone if you aren't having sex? And Fiona's like, sorry, what? What the fuck is going on? And V's like, well, me and Kev had a fight and the only way I can get his attention is to hit him upside with a head with a frying pan. And Fiona's like, did you hit him with a frying pan? And V is like, fuck, what's, whose side are you on? And Fiona's like, you're, I'm not on anybody's side. I don't know what's going on. And then V says, well, you, you better pick a side. And you better be on my fucking side. She's like, okay, yes, I'm on your side. What, what's going on? Like, girly pop, V, you're not being clear. It's almost like a white man who wrote your storyline didn't respect your character enough to give you a scene that made any goddamn sense. I know, like, she said so much, but not at all. <laughs> Um, God, he, I just hate the way that John writes V. He, he's got no respect for her character and gives her no actual time to work out real storylines. Like, I would rather Shimmel Kevin- always delivers, though. Like, even if she's given nothing. Yeah. I would rather Kevin V not be in this episode and, like, cut their storyline from the episode and then give them the time later in another episode. Because mm-hmm. Kev took the girls to the park because Ke- he and V were fighting. And then V's like- what did you come in here wanted to talk about? And Fiona's like, yeah, absolutely not. I will not be dumping my problems on you today. <laughs> you have enough to deal with right now. Finally, she's got she's got some self-awareness. She's like, mm, I'm going to shut the fuck up, actually. And uh, for real, for serious, apparently we have the time for a stupid ass high school scene right now. Apparently, Debbie is now known as Deadly Debbie for her fight video. Lena, this one's for you. 
some girl comes up to, to try to fight Debbie to prove herself and Derek interrupts. And he's like, damn, I thought I just told you to learn a couple moves. <laughs> he needs to stop. Well, it's just like, did the writers agree in the room? Like, yeah, we're just going to like say it like this. Like they have no other way to say it. He's like an action figure. He only says like three Show me things. your moves. It's, show me your moves. You damn, got moves. you got some moves. <laughs> You need to be like, working on your moves. Like, yeah, she moves. <laughs> it's just, he said it and I'm like, oh my God, I want to take a shot. <laughs> the way that actor, the way that actor performs too is he's just so like earnest about everything too. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> Damn. Mm-hmm. I thought I just told you to learn a couple moves. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay. Also at school, Lip is returning Amanda's keys and meeting her very clearly queer roommate who very much hates Lip for existing because she wants to fuck Amanda. Because we gotta have a predatory lesbian. Gotta have a lesbian be the butt of a joke. Insanity. And Amanda tells Lip she doesn't know what she'll do about the fact that her roommate's into her. She And she, like, sort of suggests that she might fuck her roommate. And then she sees one of those predatory credit card booths that banks set up the first week of college to trick you into getting a credit card that you don't need. And apparently Amanda's dad took away her cards, so she's going to sign up for this one, get it, run it up, and then turn the tears on till he pays off the card. Spoiled little rich girl. Uh, Lip takes a quick second to call Ian and leave him a message asking where the fuck he is. Thank you so much, Lip. That helped. That really did help. (laughs) Literally. Thank you, Lip. You're doing awesome. (laughs) Meanwhile, Ian pulls up to a gas station and brings Yiv in, clad only in the Metallica t-shirt. Some of this had to have been Cameron improvising, like he's carrying this baby, like just saying gibberish, and he picks up like pureed peas and he goes, peas and thank you. Like, (laughs) that had to be Cam. Yeah. That was so sweet. (laughs) And he picks up diapers and food and stops for gas, but he can't pay for everything because he only has like $16. And so he just hands Yiv to the woman behind him in line so he could dig for more. Fun fact about that part, I saw this interview or this storyline that the lady he hands the baby to, that's actually the mother of Yevgeny. Oh, no oh, way! Seriously? I oh, think it was, cool. like, a cam interview or something, but they, like, said that, like, that's the mother of the baby because that's why he stops crying right when she ha- carries him. That makes <laughs> so much sense! But like, yeah, he has to stop crying, the mom has to be on set anyway, throw yeah, her in the show. Right in line. And it's convenient that he has to hand someone a baby. Well, they probably wrote that in, because they probably were... I bet they, like, had to ramp up the kid to make the scene more chaotic, so they're like, okay, how can we diffuse it fast to keep the scene going? Hand the baby to the mother. That's so yeah, smart. just, like, make it, make it go smoothly, like, you don't have to do multiple takes. Yeah. I love this podcast, I learned so many things that wow. I didn't know. That's so cool. <laughs> Um, and so when he doesn't have enough money for the diapers, an old lady hands like $5 for for him to pay for the diapers. And he's like, thank you. Thank you. You're you're so nice. That's very nice of you. Thank you so much. And then he tries to change give on the counter. And the woman <laughs> at the gas station is like, you cannot do that here. And even the nice lady is like, yeah, that was weird that you just tried to do that. And he takes the baby back and he's like, say thank you to the nice lady. Thank you. And everybody in the gas station is like, all right. That happened. <laughs> They're like, did we do something? <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess he was buying food and diapers. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is, like, it's a little weird, but I guess I wouldn't consider it concerning enough to, like, call someone. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because he's also, the necessities, but it's, he's a little tweaking, like. Well, and they talk, they talk a lot about how, like, new parents have, like, lack of sleep delirium mm, a lot. Yeah. So, like, they could just assume that he's the dad. Yeah. 
Uh, so we're back at Fiona. She's at work at Patsy's. And again, I, I just don't understand why no one in the family is like more concerned. What? Yeah. I, <laughs> and then Sean asked who the guy was that Fiona was beating. He's like, hey, who was that guy you were beating the shit out of on the sidewalk yesterday? And she's like, it's an old boyfriend. And he's like, mm, so you slept with him. Sean, quiet down. Bro, you are scaring the hoes. <laughs> <laughs> he's reading that bitch. Apparently, Jackie is getting out of the hospital this afternoon. And as part of the agreement he has with her parole officer, he's like, I'm sorry, I had to call her when Jackie OD'd. It's like the agreement that I have. And he's like, I gave her chances, but I can't be the person who enables her bad behavior. Like, it sucks, but like, he's right. <laughs> No, he is right, and, like, she needs help. Yeah. Like, if she wants to recover, you gotta do what you gotta do. Like, there, there is trying to help somebody out, and then there's, like, if I keep giving you this kind of help, you're going to get worse. So. Mm-hmm. So Angela walks in again, and Sean gives Fiona a little bit more shit about Angela, and I do like sassy Sean. I find fun. him fun. Yeah. Uh, Fiona goes over to Angela. She's like, so are you and Jimmy lovers? She just asks. Why? Like, Why? Yeah, why do you care? And Angela's like, no, he's not my type. You're my type. I'm like, yes, you should have hey, fucked Angela. Well, like, like, that should have been obvious, girl. <sighs> she likes women. Fiona's like, yeah, I, I, I kind of figured that. I'm like, you should have fucked Angela. So why did you ask? Yeah. <laughs> and then Am- Angela's like, so is Jimmy going to stay? Because I, I kind of need to know. For, for our business, if he's going to stay around. And Fiona's like, I don't fucking know. Uh, 33 minutes into the episode, first appearance of Kevin. Again, I think it's okay to drop storylines when big ones like baby snatching are happening. Respect. He's, yeah. He's ranting to handjob lady, who we're seeing again for some reason, about how little V cares about the babies and how he hates, how V doesn't worry about every little thing that the girls could get into. And he goes on like a big, long, like, I just don't understand why she's not worried all the time. And the girl deadpan looks him in the face and goes, you know, me jerking you off was a one time thing, right? (laughs) Slay. And then we go to the waiting room, the hospital where Nika, this scene, can't believe this one stayed in the episode. It's so weird. It was so (sighs) unnecessary. It is super bizarre. It's like two minutes that could have been anywhere else. But it's not like they needed to fill time. Yeah. Yeah. And like, we didn't. Even like we already knew that she was going to the hospital to have the baby. We haven't even met the surrogate, so now we're just all of a sudden going to meet the father. Who's like, it's just so unnecessary and weird. I mean, maybe it's just to put a little comedy in there, like to break to break up the sadness or this whatever. Is probably Nika's but... longest scene at the moment in it this is. entire show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And well, and then we never see her. Yeah, again. I was like, I don't think we ever see her again. <laughs> she makes eyes at the man that's buying Svetlana's baby when his wife goes back to be with Svet. And then she turns up the flirtation hard and she's like, she's like being a little shit and she's like provoking him. She's getting her money. And like, was it unnecessary? Yes. Did I have a good time? Yeah. It was, it was funny. She does like a, like, she's like wearing like a, like a small skirt. So she like opens her legs and then doesn't she like move next to him? Yeah. And then she so like weird. licks his ear and goes, he's like, I don't want to shoot. I don't want to miss the baby. And she's like, it's okay. It takes hours for baby to come. Like, oh, God. Hate it. Anyway, back to the literal plot of the episode. (laughs) Ian is once again driving. He pulls into a parking spot in front of a gay bar where he can meet up because he's like, I don't have any money. I need money. So he pulls up to a gay bar where he can turn a trick and make a few dollars. And like, I honestly think he would have gotten away with it if he hadn't stopped at the window to talk to Yiv. Because I don't think that woman noticed there was a baby in the car until he went up to the window. 
because he gets out of the car and like taps at it for Yiv. And a woman who was standing at the bus stop sees that a baby has been left in the car. And like, it would have been one thing if he like ran into a store and ran out. I don't think she would have said anything, but like he like- got in like another car. He got in a car and drove away. But also in, in his head, it's like not even a problem that he's leaving this baby in the car. Yeah. He has been left in so he's So he's situations. stopping at the window to say bye to him. He's like, okay, like I'll see you soon. <laughs> and so the oh, like he- gets in a car and drives away and this woman goes over to the window and she's like oh shit and she tries to get the baby out ruh uh at the Gallagher house Frank is legitimately dying he can't get up off the couch and Sammy is like well you take your liver meds she's, he's like did you give them to me she went nope probably rejecting your liver <laughs> she's so real for that though and then he asks Chucky for help and she tells Chucky not to help he asks Liam for help and she tells Liam not to help like, she wasn't withholding them, she but she is them. now. Yeah. Yeah, like, he is physically unable to get them. That's on because her now. I think I think when he gets treatment, they're like, was she withholding them from you? And he's like, no, but she didn't give them to me. And he's, they're like, well, you're like 50. Like, you need to be. But, but it's like, well, when he was actually sick yeah. and couldn't get up, she was withholding them. Yes. Because he couldn't get up to get them. And he crawls over to the corded phone. Remember corded phones? Crawls over to the corded phone on the wall and yanks it by the cord to get it down off the wall. Since when did they have a landline? <laughs> I think they always had a landline. Is the bill always paid on it, though? That's Probably true. Who knows? Um, this, yeah, this is the kind of house that has a landline. And he, he pulls it down and the phone smacks him in the face. And we go back to Ian. Some police have arrived to try to get Yiv out of the car. And Ian pulls up and flips the fuck out at them. He's like, why the fuck did you call the police? I was gone for one minute. And this scene, give Cameron Monaghan an Emmy right now. Right now. For this scene. Right now. Because he pulls Eve out of the car and he's like, you're fucking scaring him. He's crying. And then the cops ask if he's on drugs. And then he starts to actually lose it. He's like, they are going to steal my baby. Who sent you? Did the devil send you? Did the demon send you to take my baby? And then he goes running with Yiv. He's got Yiv in his chest and he's running. I wonder if they had to use a prop baby at one point because he was booking it. <laughs> so I actually put in, I said the camera work is really great because they used as many tricks as possible to show Ian running, but not actually have to see the baby in his arms. Oh, nice. Because mm. I was like, so say, they would give that baby fucking whiplash. They learned, they learned from their slip-ups of some really horrible baby dolls. Yeah. <laughs> Fast. The way Cameron's holding the back of his head you only see the the feet of the baby. And they did a lot of like only seeing his legs when he's running and only seeing like up to his torso and maybe the baby's legs. So like they did a lot of camera tricks to be like, yeah, obviously he's not running with a baby in his arms. <laughs> it was good. I liked it. And like that makes a lot more sense to use a baby doll for than like a scene where somebody's just holding a holding baby in it. their arms. Because <laughs> then you see a limp baby in someone's arms. You're like, oh. Yeah. I, I learned from watching the rehearsal you can only work with a baby for, I think babies can only work four hours a day. Yeah. That's why there's twins and, always. Yeah. Right. But, and then it just, it takes so long in general, like to set up and take down and all that stuff. Apparently. Was, I'm rewatching. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just saying, I'm rewatching Raising Hope, and it's been so funny because there's, like, twin girls play, like, the daughter Hope in it. And it's so funny because, like, sometimes you can tell, like, which one is which because there's always one baby that's more like 
involved in the scene and there's one baby who just kind of like sits there <laughs> dude yeah that was that was the case with um when liam was still played by twins oh yeah one would be like so like talking back and the other one would just be like sitting there limp <laughs> like sitting i remember when they used to yeah when they would post like pictures from set and one just looked so shy i felt bad i was listening to a law and order podcast and they were talking like an svu podcast they were talking about apparently sometimes if there's a scene with like a kid in it um ice t will make sure he's in the shot with the kid so that when the kid times out for the day he's like i'm done right like so he can leave that is so funny (laughs) that's awesome that's so fucking smart (laughs) oh i love that so uh yeah the the cops are chasing him down and they eventually corner ian in a in a like a grocery store like like the cash and grab it's a tiny place like that and he's in the corner clutching Yiv to his chest, crying. And we go back to Mickey, who's waking up on the couch to the sound of someone knocking on the door. He checks his gun real quick before answering the front door, but it's just Carl. And Carl's- I love- this scene with Carl and Mickey sticks in my head. I love this scene. No, it's actually so sweet. It's actually so sweet. It's very brother-in-law of them, this scene. Because uh, Carl starts admiring Mickey's gun while Mickey's walking to the fridge to get a beer. And he's like, oh, and he says the kind of gun it is. And Mickey's like, don't touch it! <laughs> And Carl checks in about Ian and he's like, I've seen this a few times with Monica. One time she climbed up on the roof and she thought it was, a, she thought she was a bird. And that kind of strikes Mickey. And he's like, she jumped? And Carl's like, no, the firefighters got her down first. But like, Mickey's like, oh, oh shit. She almost jumped off a roof. Like, that's how bad it can get. Because yeah. I don't know. He never really like internalized it. But I think, I think it's one of those things where it's like so hard to understand how like, tense it can get until you're actually like a witness to it yeah he like he's like okay in theory he could go crazy he could go like it could be dangerous but not ian ian's not gonna go yeah because like not ian but it's like it's not like in theory it's kind of a little bit of guarantee yeah (laughs) like they grew up where they grew up they see everyone do everything so like i don't know they're just not as like alarmed because there's like oh we've seen crazier shit on a tuesday He's just like, he is idealizing it too. He's like, well, if I watch him and I take care of him, nothing bad is going to happen. Everything's going to be fine. And like, that's a great thought, Mickey. I love that that's what you thought. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, he asked Carl, he's like, hey, you holding? I hear you're dealing now. And Carl's like, it's bad, bad business to smoke the product. And Mickey gets a little smile on his face. He's like, that's smart, kid. Uh, and he's like, they gives him like a little encouragement as like the new drug dealer in town. It's cute. I love the brother-in-law's. And Mickey gives Carl a beer and he like throws his beer at the trash can. He goes, he burps and he goes, two points. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, finally, Mickey's phone rings and it's news about Ian. And he hangs up the phone and goes, where the fuck is Terre Haute? Terre Haute's um, in Indiana. Oh, it is Indiana? How far is that from Chicago? I, it's not, it's not far. Like it, it should not take that long to drive there easily less than a day probably about six hours i it is think that if in the timeline it took ian like a day and a half to get there i just think he pulled over a lot yeah he'd be sleeping (laughs) not even sleeping well because he's not he shouldn't be sleepy he's manic but it's four hours yeah, yeah it's not far i just think he you know kept taking side roads or whatever and just yeah and he slept all night all right so we cut to jimmy and angela in a car outside the gallagher house and angela is pushing jimmy wondering like hey is this gonna happen or can we like 
get fucking going uh, with our business trip. And Fiona comes walking up the block and Jimmy jumps out of the car, jumps in right away. And Fiona's like, oh, fuck, I'm so tired. And she does not feel like talking. And he follows her inside anyway. And somehow the house is empty. Not even Sammy is in sight. This is the parallel scene I was talking about. Jimmy's being really soft and apologizing while Fiona kind of like floats around in the kitchen in a daze looking for her phone charger and grabbing a beer. And they start to fight. And Jimmy says he loves her again. And she can't hear that. But he says it again. And he apologizes again. And they kiss. And right there on the kitchen sink, on the kitchen floor, where it all started, that very first fucking in the kitchen scene. We have a parallel to that, except so sad. So upsetting. John Wells, you gotta slate yeah. that. I'm sorry. It's like, like an I... exact parallel to their first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, except she's yeah. weeping. Um, and she's she's crying and we get ugly cry face from Emmy. 10 out of 10. No. And they're like down on the floor and she's like, stop, Jimmy, stop. And he gets off of her and she curls up into herself and tells him to get the fuck out and go home. And she's like, she's very small. She curls up and she's very small in that ball in the corner. And in Amanda's car, Lip is driving to and trying to get a hold of Fiona. But we established in this last scene, her phone was dead because she never charges it. And Well, she said that someone stole her charger when she's looking for it. She's like, someone always fucking steals it. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, they're driving. Mickey's in the backseat with, with Carl. And Mickey's like, I'm really sorry. I should have listened to you, Lip. And Lip is still a little upset. So he's like, yeah, yeah, you should have listened to me. I'm like, okay, lay off, though. (laughs) And Mickey's like, I didn't know. I didn't know things could get this bad. And Lip's like, they could get worse, actually. Yeah, can always be worse. Yeah. In the hospital, because I guess Frank got a hold of 911, Frank is waking up. He was on the verge of liver failure. And like you said, he blames Sammy for not giving him his liver meds. And the doctor's like, you're a grown-ass man. Take care of yourself. Take your own fucking meds. And she's like, you're 51-year-old man. He's only 51. Yeah, I think... Alcohol ages I think horribly. H, I think Bill Macy, though, is like 10 years older than, like, Frank, though. Is he? I think Bill Macy's, like, 70. Like, 60s. He's 70 yeah, now? Bill, he's in the 60s or 70s. He's old. Bill H. Macy. 72 uh, years old. Yeah, yeah you so are right. So he's, like... 10, 15 years older than Damn, Frank. He was, he was fucking spry yeah. at this point. He, they, he'd be running around. He was also like in shape for a 60 something year yeah, old. Yeah, no. Oh yeah, he was lean. Did you know he was the guy in Jurassic Park? I think the second one. He was in Jurassic Park? No, but I knew he, mm-hmm. I knew he was Fargo. He was in Jurassic well, Park. Because that's like, that was like his, kind of one of his breakout roles, yeah. right? It was Fargo. Yeah, Oscar nom for that. Yeah. But, you know, they really got Bill Macy, like, he must have been fit as a fucking goddamn dude. Yeah. He was in his mid-60s, and they said he's Running. 51. All right. You know what? For mid-60, not bad. He's uh, handsome when he cleans up, though. Like, don't get me wrong. For an old man. <laughs> for an old man, he is pretty handsome. <laughs> he could get it. He can clean uh, up. Uh, they ask if he's going to lose the liver, and he says, no, but you had drugs in your system you should not have had in your system. And she's like, if you do not take care of this liver, you are shit out of luck. Nobody is giving you another liver. And, like, it's very cute that she thinks that that is going to do anything for Frank. He continues to not take care of this liver. And that's not even what gets him. The show fully forgets that he had a new liver. And Lip and the rest pull up to the police station where Ian is being held. And there's, like, a police dog in the car next to them. And Carl's like, hey, I should stay in the car. 
I have about a pound of weed on me right now. And Lip's like, oh my god, okay, stay in the car. <laughs> it's a ridiculous amount of weed. Well, and it's also like- Dude, It's literally like Ziploc baggies fold. Like gallon. It's, it's or it's saran wrapped, but it's like, or something, it's like a brick. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a, like an ounce or something probably. like that. But it's like, and no one in the car smelled that. Yeah. <laughs> they all be reeking, I no bet. No one in the car Dude, they all that. be- sp- hitting splits oh, all wished way dude they probably didn't even notice the smell but a lip is like oh yeah they're probably nose blind yeah lips like okay you stay in the car we're talking about this later though just <laughs> yeah like lip would like smoke a joint in the room when like carl was in it like yeah. no one gave a fuck so they go inside they ask about ian and mickey's like and, and they're like this is what happened and he had the baby and mickey's like what about the baby and they're like like is mr gallagher the father of the baby and he's like no i'm the father he's like you're the father who are you in relationship to mr gallagher his partner lover family you know he he says it like so like nonchalant because he doesn't want to bring attention he's like a partner yeah. lover give, like, give me my baby he's like he's like that's not relevant what, what's up with the baby <laughs> like, no but he's like so matter of fact about it. he's like i'm his partner Give me more information now. Dude, we gotta <laughs> I love you and a confirmed being partners and lovers in one episode, yo. I know. Like, back in 2015, 2015, Amanda, losing her fucking mind. This was huge. Uh, only the worst <laughs> could happen for the best possible outcome. Now I'm like, now I'm like, this is the bar. <laughs> this is below the bar. <laughs> so the cop says, like, they're like, is he being charged or anything? They're like, he's gonna face some charges, but we're not gonna hold him. He needs to get some help. And they release him to their custody. So they bring Ian out. And Lip hugs him, and Debbie hugs him. And I remember hearing in the script, it originally called for Mickey kissing him. But I prefer this. I think it has more of a moment than smacking. Well, because he's fucking, he's drugged up as fuck, yeah, too. Yeah. It's like, it's like, no, that would not happen. Like <laughs> I think, like, they scripted it for, like, a like a little peck, like a thank God you're back. But th- this hug feels like it feels like, I don't know, it's so much Five more. Five times more any kiss could be. Because, like... Mickey closes his eyes and you see him like grip the back of Ian's sweater and like finally he's back. God, I can't imagine just like being on that set and being like, okay, let me act right now with my whole fucking pussy. Like I <laughs> like dude, like this scene, I <laughs> this show this show makes me feel something. No, like, if I was a crew member just like watching if I was a crew member just watching weeping, it, I would be like dude, I'd be like, what is going on? And this isn't even the most intense one. Exactly. Like jaw Dude, drop. Like, I don't know, this <laughs> moment, this moment, oh. it's like the best like somber moment for them. It's in every edit possible as it should be. They were performing. <laughs> <laughs> what happened since then? He cradles Ian's face and he just kind of looks at him like, like he's making sure that he's really standing he's there. He's just like, they like nod at each other. <laughs> well, and it's like, I know Cameron still puts his whole pussy in everything, <laughs> but Noel. Yeah. Yep, he put his pussy into that. Noel said, I'm five yeah. foot five, but you're going to see everything. <laughs> and a cop brings Yiv out to Mickey, and he's like, I got one at home about his age. This one, he sleeps real good. You're very lucky. And Mickey, Mr. Fuck the Police, is like, yes, sir. Thank you, sir. And, like, takes the baby. Mickey Milkovich being grateful to a cop. Do we ever think we see the day? And doesn't he, like, rub his face on Yiv and, like, give he him, like, does. a little kiss? It's, like, so sweet. He, like, rubs his face on him. And he gives him a little kiss on the forehead. Oh, cute. So fucking cute. So Fiona goes to Gus's apartment and practically, like, sneaks in. And Gus, get a bed frame! What? They sleep in the living room. He's a starving artist. Not starving with that gumbo in the freezer. Aren't you in your 30s? Oh, true. Your <laughs> that his mommy made? 
But she gets changed. She changes out of all of the clothes that she was wearing when she was with Jimmy and she puts on Gus's t-shirt and she gets in bed with Gus and Gus wakes up and they fuck. And this scene is very cool because it's a really quiet scene and the music really like carries the emotion in the scene. It's Discoloration by Dawn Golden. Really good song. And Fiona cries during this sex too, but like during the Jimmy sex, Jimmy could see that she was crying. During this sex, she's like silently weeping, like hiding it from Gus. So good. Her friend makes me so sad. I know. I love her. <laughs> she put her whole She put her whole Oh, God. In the car, Ian is sleeping on Mickey's shoulder, and Mickey is trying- Because the the cops had taken him to the ER, and they gave Ian a sedative, and it calmed him down. And so he's sleeping on Mickey's shoulder, and Mickey is trying to, like, swallow down his tears. And he's like, we can get him committed, even if he doesn't want to go. If I tell him that he took the baby, they'll have to take him, and- But Lip's like, no, that's not true. Like, it could get complicated. Like, you might have to take him to court. And, like, Mickey and- Debbie's in the front holding Yiv- and and Lip is driving and Lip finally throws Mickey a lifeline with Mickey like biting back tears and being like, we, let's find a way to get him committed. We have to fix this. And Lip's like, you did good, Mickey. Like you did a lot more than most people would do. You took care of him. You did good. And like he needed to hear that. He's not good. Like you tried. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you tried. It's a lot more than most people would do. And God, that's probably the first time Mickey has ever probably gotten some nice praise like that from someone. Right? Oh. From Lip, especially. Yeah, from him of all people. And Fiona wakes up to Gus playing some bullshit on his guitar with his band in the kitchen. Boo! <laughs> Put that shit away! Dude, enough! And uh, he tells her, he's like, hey, your phone kept going off, but I didn't want to wake you. I'm gonna play guitar in the kitchen. But... <laughs> But also, like, when you know that her brother is still missing. Yeah, what? Exactly. Your phone kept going off, but I didn't want to wake you up. Oh, and your brother with the missing baby. What's up with him, by the way? (laughs) Bruh. Because you'd be a bad brick, but you're so handsome, so it's okay. Like, of course she cheated on him after that. And so she, because she had plugged in her phone to charge when she walked in last night. And so she calls Lip back as Gus watches on. The song in this last scene is The Lost Soul by Dark Matter. And it hurts so bad. It's like the boom, 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 boom. Like, oh. Oh, yeah. It's instrumental. And Fiona comes running into the hospital. Again, really good camera work. A lot of spinning camera work in this scene. Fiona comes running into the hospital, pulls Ian into a hug. He and Lip are at the counter signing some paperwork. And, like, before he has to sign the last one, he kind of hesitates. And he looks back at Mickey, who, like, smiles and nods. He's like, yeah, go ahead, do it. He needs his approval. And they call him back and he goes and he stops and like Debbie is sitting in a chair holding Yiv and he leans down and he kisses Yiv on the head. And then he pauses in front of Mickey and he almost says something. And under his breath, if you like listen really closely to the scene, you can hear him go, I'm sorry. Like, it's so quiet. It's like, who? Yeah, he goes, I'm sorry. Under his breath. But he can't even look Mickey in the eyes. And he starts walking back. And they round the corner. And then you see Mickey fly around the corner and take Ian into his arms. And they hold on to each other. God, this hug too. Imagine being a crew member. Oh, God. Jaw, the jaw drops <laughs> that would have occurred. Literally just like. The, ca- the camera spins. And they're holding each other. And he kisses Ian's neck. And it's like. Oh. And like he grabs his shoulder. 
And they like break the hug and he's like, can I go back with him? And the the woman's like, I'm sorry. No, you can't. You have to. This is the line. And he kisses Ian's shoulder again and like sends him in. And he like watches as Ian walks away. And the whole family watches through the grate as Ian walks away. And like, fuck you. It's so bad. Uh... Yeah. I think about this scene every single day. I think about it all the time. (laughs) It's iconic. That spin is almost as iconic as, like, the make your move on me kiss spin. They don't move on me. Great song. And we end on a haunting shot as Ian is walked back uh, into the ward. A haunting shot of his face. And credits. There's no after credit scene. And I think this song just kind of fades out and it's quiet in the credits. And that's it. That's the episode. The best fucking episode wow. of Shameless. What ever. an episode. <laughs> we need a soundboard for this podcast. <laughs> <sighs> yes, we do. We do so bad. And yeah. I don't know how to set Neither that up. Do I. Though. <laughs> I'm not that techie. That episode fucking hurt. It hurt real bad. Damn. And I love it. And it hurts. It's- and I'll watch it all the time. And it hurts. The episode had like such a good balance. Because I feel like there's plenty of episodes we've like discussed where it just felt like the drama and the comedy just like really clash and it made the episode feel weirder than it was but like instead of it being like a funny scene and then a sad scene it was like here's a sad scene but we're gonna give you some one-liners so you don't feel completely here's a sad scene and then another sad scene and then another one but guess what someone's gonna say something witty like i don't know i think it had a good balance even though so many like character altering things happen this episode a lot of the episodes were like oh i guess that was the a storyline and i guess that what this one was like oh yeah that's the a storyline yeah and then there's also some other shit going on yeah like like kevin v's like as you said like it definitely could have just been like packed away for the next episode so they could have more time to understand versus like kevin v each getting one one minute and 30 second scene yeah and not together yeah the Debbie scene, too. Show you some yeah. moves. Unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> At least just to establish that that's, like, still going on, I guess. But I think the Ian of it all, it. the Ian of it all, I love. But it's the Jimmy, too. Jimmy adds a little sexy little spice to this mm-hmm. show. He's... Well, and it's just, it's the theme of the episode. It's just crazy love. He's drama. Love. He's Whoa. chaos. He's crazy. But they love each other so much and it's intense and their chemistry is fucking wild uh i don't know i wish had fiona like stayed through the end of the series i feel like they would have brought him back for Definitely. the end. Yeah. i think oh, for a big true. hurrah i like to believe that when she flew away she met up with jimmy. she found she him. found jimmy yeah because they literally they don't mention her at all besides that one little like uh family video episode thing they did where they all like were like recording on their phones like for her dating show thing because she's on some dating yeah game. fuck that whatever bullshit but this episode hurt so bad uh and next week on shameless jimmy is leaving for dubai and wants fiona to come with him Dubai. fiona has to tell gus something it's that she slept with jimmy ian gets diagnosed with bipolar disorder lip is having college troubles and frank comes home from the hospital and sammy pulls a gun on him also, next week is the episode that William H. Macy directs. Whoa. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think okay, he ends up Bill. directing a few didn't more, Emmy, but this is his first one. Emmy directed Didn't Emmy direct? When did Emmy start I think directing? she directed in season seven, seven? or eight. Six. Yeah. 
seven, something like that. She did, like, two episodes, I think Shinola does an episode, too. Yeah, she does. Shinola didn't till season 10. Yeah. Or 11. Yeah, because I remember they were wearing masks when she was directing. Right. Yeah. And she was, like, posted on her Instagram story. Like, she was, like, a day on set. It was so cute, dude. She posted constantly... Well, and she was like, here's all the prep I did. She was like, she was like really tried. It was really cute. Like, I loved how much she like was excited to like show like, I'm directing. I really like this next episode too, because Bill was like, a lot of what Bill was focusing on was the Ian storyline. And he was like very like focused on getting it right. And like, I remember really enjoying like seeing his behind the scenes and stuff of, of, Oh, yeah, there's a couple videos out there, I think. Like, he talks very, like, I love the way he talks about, like, Ian's character. It's awesome. And Cam, of course, was like, I am honored to be being directed by William H. Macy. Like, Like, he's one of my, like, biggest inspirations. Whatever. So cute. So cute. Cam. Cam has worked with some seriously. He was in a movie with D'Onofrio. Like, (laughs) and Morgan Freeman just now. And Jeff Daniels in The Giver. Yeah, I was about to say the Luke the Giver he did. <laughs> Brian Cranston, Malcolm and, <laughs> and now he's in fucking Star Wars. Adam Sandler. Now he's in Star Wars. No, seriously. Are they doing like a live I think action? So, yeah. Oh, I think and Cam's Justice gonna is- be in live action because he's in the video games, right? Yeah. Well the game yeah, the game was such a Hit. uh success. Cal Castus is getting his own show. I don't know if it's animated or if it's live action, but Cal Castus is getting his own show. That's sick. It's probably going to be live action. They're investing in a lot of live action. Especially with Disney Plus. Like, Homeboy is going to be, like, own it. With Mandalorian, fuck yeah, they can do that. Yeah. And, like, yeah, this was... And he's still dating that model, Lauren Searle, who's uh, also an artist. Oh, shit. This, like... She's cool AF. Oh, my God. Do you see Cam's little New Year's post with his beard? I was like, shave it, shave it, shave it, shave it. His hair looks good, though. I will say that. His hair actually looks good for once. Right, because sometimes, sometimes it's a it looks questionable. Yeah. Sometimes he lets it grow out a little bit too long and he doesn't know what to do with it. I just love that during this season of Shameless is when he was like being Jerome on Gotham mm-hmm. and like he was starting his run of Gotham and like he was just, he was fucking hitting it. Like he was yeah, a yo. star. And this was... is when people started recognizing Cam. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow they're like, oh yeah, he's the guy from Gotham. Like he's been on this show for five years, but okay. All right. He's the guy from yeah, Gotham. Yeah. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like Shameless though for a really long time was a very obscure show that like a lot of people, like it didn't have as wide of a demographic, Gotham but, de- but Gotham, because it was on like a normal streaming like channel, it was more viewable it was fox i and think it was batman like yeah, it, was it was batman, batman. so yeah. like versus just watching a bunch of like crazy white people do drugs you had all these dc fans being like let me watch this so like it made sense why like he got more recognition from that because like the fan base for that is more prevalent than like the shameless fan base because like i don't know like there wasn't a shameless convention but there's a fucking like dc and gotham convention like you know what i mean and i like that he leveraged that too when he was like in the in the later seasons of shameless he's like yeah give me a better storyline or i am bigger now or i will leave out of here it's like i've got another show that i'm a regular on i can go and they brought him back (laughs) like three times (laughs) they killed his character and then they were like wait come back (laughs) yeah literally he played twins at one point that's so funny yeah, I remember that. that My dad just watched Gotham and he loved it. I'm like, fuck yeah. He's like, that Cameron kid is really good. I'm like, yes, he is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, crazy love, crazy good. The best fucking episode ever. God, I love it so much. I don't know where to go from here. This was my favorite episode of Shameless. 
guess we can end the podcast. Like, we don't need to do yeah, more Yeah, I seasons. mean, like, it can just be done. We got to get at least three seasons. <laughs> I, I refuse to let this die. We have no, to. No, we're not letting it we die. We have to get, like, we have to at least cover through season 10 and then do 11 again if we feel like it. Amanda, like, if you've thought about it. We have recorded a podcast episode for the last three years. We recorded in 2020, 2021, and now. Uh, same with Lena. Yeah, because yeah. you started guest, you yeah. guessed it in 2020. Damn. I, yeah. 2023, y'all. And we've done seasons one, two, oh three, and four, half of season five, and those minisodes of season 11 in yeah. two years. Holy We've done shit. like five and a half seasons of We've of made this like show 50 to 60 episodes, guys. Holy shit. That's crazy. What? <laughs> Sorry, I was just on scrolling the the timeline. Um, I saw something about the bear. What about the bear? Which is which is? Oh, it was just something silly. I'll let everything on the bear slide except for the fact that this man, the pictures of Carmi, is canonically a virgin. <laughs> That's so funny. Because app- apparently he is. I just I love that he's getting recognition for the bear, and I hope that that season two coming out around award season really um, hypes up season one excited for his wrestler movie he's gonna be in oh right with zach Efron. yeah yeah i think i think season one is el- going to be eligible for awards next year anyway yeah. and i don't think people have stopped talking about no, it it's still blown up he's still getting like all his interview magazines and all his photo shoots yeah. so like it's still very prevalent yeah the worry is just that something else that is quote-unquote better is going to come out before i doubt it the bear is so good uh well, <laughs> Iowa Debury is the people's princess. She is my princess. Yep. Who is this? Um, Iowa Debury. Sydney. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have to pee really bad. So know, that feels too. like the universal <laughs> sign of when we end this episode is when we all yeah, really Yeah, when your pee. bladder says, time's up. <laughs> but again, new year, same us. We're going to post whenever, uh, <laughs> whenever we all have a chance to talk to one another. We're busy, uh, guys. It's 2023. We We're will adults. not be giving up. We are doing this to the bitter end. We are finishing this show. And We're I love crazy. that. For us. Maybe we'll redo season eleven with different thoughts a couple years down the line. We only did mini so like, okay, how did we get we here? We only did mini sodes of eleven. We could do yeah. whole episodes. Where we just of we just talked about storyline. We didn't go through scene by mm-hmm. scene. Because we just were like, what did we like from that episode? We're going to talk about what we enjoyed. <laughs> you people are getting more of our episodes whether you like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Um, any thoughts, any, any more closing thoughts of this 506 crazy love episode? I don't, I think we said it it all. all. Shout out to Cameron. He should get a post, he should get an Emmy, even though the series was eight years ago. I don't care. It's so good. It's okay. People deserve recognition, (laughs) recognition from the past. Uh, but until we see you again for 507, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for tuning in every time we bother to post. Uh, we love you very much. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.